0: Hello, welcome to another episode of the Men's Wear Style Podcast. I'm your host, Pete Brooker, and today I am talking to the founders of Farrah, Declan and Sid. And I want to just peel off a little information from the website because I believe they encapsulate the, the brand perfectly here. Uh, the website, by the way, com to find out more about these guys. And is an independent British outdoor brand that combines a deep reverence for the wild with a desire to create outdoor clothing that is not only reliable and made to last, but also have a timeless sense of style. Uh, We are here for the true outdoor lovers, for those who know a passion for the outdoors has never gone out of style. Joyful, enthusiastic people who love adventure and spending time in the wild. For people who are tired of the outdoors being filled with fluorescent yellow anoraks and highly technical trousers with 27 pockets, we are recasting tradition, finding new inspiration as well as delving into the archives, seeking the timeless outdoor gear of the past and reviving them with a contemporary edge. Uh, great chat I had with these gents. Um, really enjoy talking to them. I think they've got a great brand on their hands. And here to talk about pharaoh in their own words are the founders, Sidney Hiscox and Declan Morrison.
1: Yeah, I'm Sydney, one of the co-founders of Farrah along with Declan. And yeah, I guess the best sort of uh, summation of Farrah would be that we're a a young seven month old British outdoor brand that's just trying to bring bring back some of that timeless and and rugged style to the outdoor clothing market and combining that with a a deep love and reverence for the wild.
0: Nice. And so... Declan, how did you and Sydney meet?
2: Well, um, we'll have to go back about 25 years, probably, I think. We met at at school aged four um, and formed a a close friendship pretty quickly, um, which basically manifests itself in adventures, great and small for the next yeah, 20, 25 years, quarter of a century. That's quite frightening. Um, and yeah, we that's how we met. Then finished school, went our separate ways, to university. Uh, both did um, various jobs. Sid worked in the art world in London. I worked in PR in Buenos Aires, amongst other things. and. Um, a moment arrived where we were both a bit sort of, I suppose, unsatisfied with our, our work. And we, we decided to start a business together, which was our first business um, called Sawn. And that was a, an adventure travel business, which um, we saw sort of specialised in taking our various clients. So I'm getting a bit of print action in the background. Here. <laughs> nice. Um, do love um, a little bit of live printer action on the podcast. Sorry, really, I'm not really annoying. Um, but we um yeah, we 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 specialized in, in taking people to the remote corners of, of the UK for a variety of different adventures. Less less climbing mountains with ropes and complicated gear, more scuba diving for, for scallops and and Putting on feasts all prepared over fire on remote mountain sides, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so that, how- that's, a, that's a brief history of our relationship.
0: Gotcha. So, I mean, I don't want to fast track straight to the meat and potatoes, but how did Pharaoh come about? What were the initial discussions? Uh, Say it Yeah.
1: It's an interesting one, really. Yeah. Deck, as Deck mentioned, we had this travel business and, um, we loved it. We really loved it. And uh, COVID quickly decapitated it. Hmm. But um, while we were doing the travel, we noticed and the clients we took out noticed that that the clothing, outdoor clothing in the UK is largely dominated by, you know, fluorescent orange jackets with 27 pockets. Um, and we don't want to bash it because there's definitely a place for that, that techie, technical gear. But on the adventures we were on, we kept hunting for clothing, which didn't stand out in nature, but actually um, fitted in and was part of nature. And I'm sure we'll talk about the inspiration of our design later, but Deck and I just both love that rugged style. And when COVID put a stop pretty quickly to the travel, we just... Dived in and uh, started looking into the idea of, of start and producing uh, these plays. And yeah, the more the more we looked in, the more we we're like, further down the rabbit hole. The more we love this, and and just went full steam bringing fairer to life.
0: Nice, yeah. I I do like the analogy that you. This is stuff that you'd wear within nature, and people need to be mindful that that doesn't mean you have to wear camo gear. You know, kind of tech tech yeah. gear, as it were. It, it's it's still okay to wear cool-looking clothes, but just maybe with the colours a bit more muted, uh, a bit more in keeping with the surroundings. I mean, I, I love the 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 olive overshirt, for example, and you know, it, the hat, warm fleece that <sighs> looks uh, very autumnal, but also very practical. So yeah. maybe touch upon the the philosophy of the brand. Uh, Declan I'll throw that over to you what kind of makes it different from other brands
2: well we had a pretty clear sort of vision of the philosophy from the beginning and, and our sort of little our tagline is is seek your wild um both of us are passionate you know that's an overused word but I can't think of a better one about the wild whether home or abroad and um what we really want to do is is through our brand, through our products, but but through our content as well, is is show people how much wilderness, how many wild places there are. Even though we might sometimes think that the UK is devoid, uh, it is not the case. I think, yeah, to sort of boil it down, we found sort of three pillars which make up the philosophy of Thera. Uh, And that would be to protect, to explore and to inspire Um, and to expand on those a bit. You know, clearly protect is self-explanatory. We want to do what we can to protect those those world spaces. Uh, Explore obviously has a literal meaning in terms of uh in terms of wilderness and and adventure but also we want to always make sure that we're exploring you know better design manufacturing processes better better fabrics more sustainable ways of of doing things um and then finally the inspire part is you know we want to use our platform to inspire people to get outside to get into the outdoors and, and again to plug our little phrase to seek their wild um and and it's probably worth touching on what, you know, that world, that word wild, while it might sort of generate uh, images of Attenborough shows, which for sure is important and, and certainly is wild, um, you know, for us, it's, it's probably less about place and more about attitude, state of mind, um, you know, while some people might feel the need to go to the most kind of remote corners of the earth to find their wild for others it might be a, a little a little area of their local woodland or even a, a you know even a river running through their their town it, it, it doesn't matter um but f- for us it's important that everyone well we would hope that everyone goes and looks for that um it's been very important to us throughout our lives and uh you know, it will continue to be so. And and that sort of that sort of was yeah, part of the genesis of of the brand in itself. Nice.
0: Yeah. Genesis. Sounds like they could support Seek My Wild, maybe a Glastonbury yeah. or something. Yeah. Good name for a touring support. funk band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> playing down the pack horse and
2: Talbot tonight. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's yeah, you really want to hear us singing. I do. <laughs> maybe,
0: maybe if you release that as an NFT, you know, with every uh, every bag, we'll have a, a duet from you two. I'm just spitballing, you know, not everything, not everything sticks on this. Shit. No, we're
2: writing it down, we're down. We'll go halves with you on that one, Peter, <laughs> okay. if you're, happy,
0: for, if you're yeah, happy to invest. You can take that to the bank, fellas, as I say. Um, <laughs> Sydney, perhaps, uh, tell me, I'm always interested in how brands get that find their feet basically and how they raise the capital. Um how did you guys go about getting this off the ground?
1: Yeah, yeah. And and it it's worth bearing in mind we're only seven months old and and to be honest, at the beginning we bootstrapped it. We used all the cash from our travel business and, and deck and I both put in person investments. Um and that didn't mean it was a huge chunk of capital, but it 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 got us to where we are now. And um, and it's allowed us to, you know, prove the concept to ourselves and, and realise that there are these people that love the brand and, and love the clothing. Um, and beyond that, it's just been fascinating to us. Um, this might sound arrogant, and I hope it doesn't, but we're just eternally grateful to the people we've worked with so far. You know, we did, we worked with these awesome guys, Chris and Ian, on our branding um, we have Patrick tillard uh, uh, outdoor photographer who just um, understands the brand and loves it and there's we do our marketing work with a, with a team Laura Naveed, and and Sonia and all these people we've come across and, and maybe we're very lucky who we've chosen um, but they just seem to get behind the brand love it and and go well beyond well beyond their remit um, and as a brand, a very young fashion brand, um, you know I've, I've got to give them a shout out because it's it's just eternally grateful um, from both Deck and I for those kind of people who who help you get off your feet.
0: Nice, yeah, I do like the branding as well. I think there's something to be said about a certain uh, minimalism to like logos, and so I noticed on the clothes it's 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 there, but it's subtle. You know, down by the hems. Yeah. And, uh, so that was a conscious choice. Did you guys outsource the branding? Douglas? I got to
1: say, um, Pete, ne- naming a brand, as as anyone can attest, um, you know, you, you list probably two hundred and fifty five names um, and overthink every single one of them. But we came across these guys, Ian and Chris, who who run a company called Outside Ideas up in Manchester, and we presented them with with our idea, and they just took it to the next level. You know that they they made Deck and I think about it way more than we probably would ever think about it, and and boil it down to to what we were really trying to do. And we came up with some amusing names, uh, which we probably uh, shouldn't mention, um, but they actually were instrumental to, to coming up with Farah for us, and and we were banging our heads against. The wall for ages, and I think it was Deck who who said, um, "You know, feral. You know, this is, we're we're trying to promote the wild, and, and we live our lives in the wild. Um, and feral has quite sort of uh, dodgy connotations at times. So we looked into the word and and saw that it actually comes from the Latin Latin 'fera' for wild. Um, nice. Yeah, finally we land we landed on a, on a, a sweet spot.
2: Yeah, I mean
0: ferrell can go one of two ways. It can either be Will Ferrell, which is hilarious, or ferrell like a dog in the street that will look like it will do some damage to your car tires. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so was, yeah, but, don't, was, don't worry. We're hot, was but, a third way, Pete, which was a, a very good club uh, in Newcastle where I was at university. Um so uh, it has connotations. To me as well, but um, no, we're yeah, we're we're really pleased with the name. It, it absolutely works. It's got we found out it's got some other interesting meanings in other languages. Uh, Gaelic, I think it it means something almost the same. Uh, Catalan, apparently, it means fierce. So yeah, we've um we're, we're we're pleased. We're we're very pleased, and again, so grateful for the guys outside for helping us get there. But but what you were saying about the sort of subtleness of branding, yeah, absolutely a conscious decision. And while, uh, you know, we've chosen quite a punchy orange for our sort of Ferra logo colour, it's not completely random. And and actually, you look into nature and you do get these incredible colours, whether it's, you know, certain types of mushrooms might be, well, fire for a start. And, um, you know, so it's, it's all been carefully thought through, uh, but we never wanted to be a brand that plastered its name all over the place because it, it returns to that thing of, you know, of wanting to feel at home and part of the wild and, and feel comfortable where you are, uh, and, you know, muted, subtle branding, I think nods to that.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. No, I, I agree. I dig it. Uh, I'm interested to know where the, the clothes are made. Um, they've got to be, well, I, I'll ask that question to you guys. I mean, are they, are they made in the UK? You guys designed them? What are the influences behind those?
1: Yeah, yeah to answer where, where they're made, actually, um, currently, um, it's only our cap that's not made in the UK, all our, all our current collection was made in the UK, and um, that's not to say we're going to be beholden to it in the future. Um, uh, but um, for us, we're always going to want to support UK manufacturing where we can. Our a Bag is made by this really cool woman, Katie, who runs a, a one-woman workshop down in, in Somerset, which is really fun to go visit. Um, although she doesn't have any phone signal down there, so it can take a while to to uh, get some updates. Um, and currently, the rest of the clothes are currently made in in actually a factory in Wembley. Um, and you know, looking ahead as we grow and our production expands, we're thinking about Portugal and, and other places. But for now, while we can, we're trying to support British manufacturing.
0: Nice, just down the road from us. Sydney. yeah 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 it's good to yeah. keep a beady eye on them yeah right i mean do you do you get to go down or have you been down there yeah yeah,
2: we, yeah. we've we've we we've visited a lot and actually starting the, the business in during covid when travel was nigh on impossible um you know while we always wanted to support british manufacturing up I don't want to say our hands were tied because I'm very proud that that's where we're making our our stuff at the moment. But it was incredible for us to two guys who haven't got experience in in sort of clothing and clothing design and manufacturing to be able to head to the factory on a regular basis to learn each and every sort of step in the in the journey from, you know, us coming up with a scribble on a paper. By the way, Sid is, is a much better sketcher than me, um, and we quickly worked that out, and uh, I would try and tell him my ideas, and then he would uh, draw them, because uh, when we tried to turn my sketches into something, they were, yeah, it, it was sort of uh, interesting, you, uh, let's say. Um, but, you know, to see that journey from idea... To the very final product, all the way through, you know that has helped us learn so much about the the, the industry. Obviously, we've got a, a plenty to learn, and we're hungry to do that. But yeah, visiting the factories has been fantastic.
0: Yeah, I bet. Hey, listen, there's there's nothing wrong about not being able to draw. And uh, hmm. uh, I think was it Tommy Nutter? No, Tommy Nutter was a drawer. So he Tommy Nutter was a tailor down in Savile Row, but he could draw but couldn't cut. Uh, he couldn't cut suit so he's like he had like all of these great ideas on napkins and scribbles and notes and then just gave them to Edward Sexton and goes now make that he's like are you kidding how the hell can you make this stuff um, so that's the sort of stuff you'd see on Elton John in the 70s you know as he's playing big Yankee stadiums and uh, yeah like people will know all about Tommy now if they listen to me talk about him on the show but uh, <laughs> I digress I, yeah <laughs> um, I,
1: Pete, sorry to interrupt. I, I think your your other part of the question was where we get inspiration. Yes. Um, for the clothing, and um, I get there's not really one one place we draw on. We look a lot at it, to the past. We like, you know, we get very enamored by that old school look, look of ins- explorers and adventurers. But we kind of just draw on all the adventures we've had together, Deck and I. Um, a while back now, we hitched hitchhiked over five months from Rwanda to South Africa, um, which was just an epic trip. And, and you know, we drew on lots of that. You fall in love with that sort of African bush look with the, with mm. the hardcore, tough cotton shirts, but perhaps not the, the, the really short shorts that so they like rocking there. Mm-hmm. Um, Deck lived in in Argentina, and, and that whole gaucho vibe. When, Cooking outdoors over fires and, and the awesome gear they've got out there, and uh, a, a big inspiration for us is that that rugged Western look they have in America, which was kind of a big inspiration to start Ferret. We just um, kind of lost that in the UK. You know, there isn't there there wasn't a brand which we were looking for, which which had that I guess it's, it's sort of work wear, but outdoor work wear. you know you, you feel the ruggedness and, and, the, and the grit in it um rather than the the highly technical guy sound like a real basher of techie wear but I, I do actually wear it <laughs> quite a lot myself, but, um yeah, we yeah. Just, you know, that that rugged
2: western look I'll say and to add to, add to that you know when we're, when we're designing or coming up with a product idea, you know, yes, the, the look is really important that that's, that's something we, that's one of the reasons we started the brand, but, but we're also inspired by the function, you know, we can't, we never want to forget the functionality that if you're outdoors, you know, you want to be warm or you, 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 you need something to be tough. Uh, If you're, you know, you don't want to climb over a barbed wire fence and tear your 300 pound um you know a shell jacket that would be really disappointing um or a thorn or whatever it might be, and so it that that word rugged is is so good because you know it might it might mean there's some exposed stitching, but actually we think that looks great, and there's a reason for it it's about functionality it's about creating tough, durable gear,
1: yeah, that function the function informs
2: the form
0: and were you guys? I'm on the site, but can't see any trousers. Will you venture in that so that we can have the whole outfit?
1: Yes, we, we, we do. We're, we're actually, well, not to give the game away, we're going to be dropping some shorts later in the summer, which is a podcast exclusive, um, but uh, all the different uh, leg sizes and waist sizes. So we've got... We've got a design up our sleeves. But we're just gonna have to hold off on it for a bit.
0: Nice. Okay. Well, that's exciting. So we have got the. Uh, we can actually have the entire outfit head to toe once yeah. we get into footwear.
2: Yeah. Dude. So don't worry. There's socks. There's socks on the way. We know how <laughs> those are if you're spending a day on foot. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, if you're if we're gonna sell socks, we need them to be the best socks. So we're uh, we're working hard on that. Well, I've
0: got. The plan, I think that your socks then, if everything else is as durable, these socks will just go on for lifetimes, like generations. I can hand these socks down to uh, <laughs> like uh, nephews <laughs> and siblings, uh, right? Sure
1: Generation be- sock is the ultimate sock, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure your uh your nephews are gonna be absolutely thrilled with your old socks, Pete. But um yeah, we'd be proud <laughs> for those pair of socks.
0: <laughs> well, i have a thing with socks where i ha- i wear them to the threads and this does my girlfriends head in because she's like you've got to throw those away like all five of your toes are coming out and then i just say well look i can now repurpose this i can now either bleed the radiator or i can go um, <laughs> i can now i'll say like don't worry sock you'll now live out the rest of your years polishing my bmw it's okay
2: yeah. and, uh, well, what about what about a wrist warmer if the if the toes have gone
0: I like that. I like the yeah. idea of a wrist warmer. I I did use to cycle with my socks <laughs> in my hands as well. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, think they've, so...
2: invented, they've invented a product for that. It's called gloves. I d- yeah. I just
0: think like I mean I don't want to then go out and buy an extra pair of gloves for cycling when I've already got my socks that have kind of lined up for the job. You know, they've, they've been promised the job five years before I put my toes for them and I don't want to disappoint them. I'm too emotionally involved with socks. The taste
1: making yeah. right there, your taste making. I'm not sure it'll catch on, but...
0: <laughs> well, I'm excited by socks. I think uh, I think our listeners are too. But, uh, Jeds, wonderful talking to you guys. Um, best of luck with the brand. Love it. Love, uh, love pretty much all the garments on there and you've got the caps as well. And like you mentioned, some of the bags, uh, the bags coming back is one of them out of stock. I want to say,
2: yeah. yeah, I've, I've oh. actually been talking, sorry, I've interrupted that, but I've been talking, um, this very day to, uh, uh, wonderful Katie about, um, getting some made and restocked. So yes, uh, that will be coming back soon. Hopefully. Awesome.
0: All right, guys. Well, um, Yeah, really, really nice time talking to you at the website, fairrgb.com, the place you can go and check out these garments. And uh, where do you like to hang out on the social? Are you Instagram? Yeah, yeah.
1: Instagram and a recently launched YouTube page as well.
2: Ah, don't Don't forget the TikTok that I'm trying desperately hard to wrap my head around, but it's tough out there.
0: Uh, I have no idea about TikTok. All I uh, see are, are chicks I, dancing on it when they re, repost it to Instagram. I'm like, what is this?
1: I'm leaving it to Deck. I'm leaving it to Deck. I can't handle TikTok.
0: Declan, the next time I see Declan will be dancing on
2: TikTok. <laughs> uh, yeah, that will that truly will be an exclusive. So you, <laughs> you you better get your screen record on for that one.
0: What's going on on YouTube? What are you what are you posting up there?
1: We um, currently there's not much, but actually. We um we did a video with the chef Thomas Straker. I don't know if you've heard of him. He he helped a lot of people um keep themselves well fed over over lockdown and he's an awesome guy. We actually just sent him a cat um as fans and uh, got chatting with him and ended up sending him on a boat out to an island to uh, whip up a, a curry over fire. Um so that is currently our mm. our our, our only video on YouTube, but there's more coming shortly. We just we were actually yesterday just up in the salt marshes in in um in Norfolk and going on old smuggling boats. These guys, um, Coastal Exploration Company, have restored and and there'll be a video coming soon on that.
0: Nice. So Sydney, where do you go in London then to get your your green retreats?
1: It's oh, a very good question. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to say high Park because that that's pretty bang um actually pete uh, i'm i'm a keen fisherman i don't know about yourself but last year i discovered uh in croydon there's a chalk stream running through croydon called the river Wandle, which uh, um as a fisherman was unbelievable because it is a i wouldn't say a pristine chalk stream river but it's been restored amazingly um so i go for a little fish down there which is seasons coming up um mm. otherwise i have to escape and get down to declan in wiltshire and wiltshire and get out there
0: yeah i mean declan you got it on your doorstep so i'm not not too worried about you <laughs> but us as <us> londoners <laughs> we've got to find it where we get it um Gents, yeah, I better tough. go. But uh, again, great talking to you. Ferrogb.com, the place to go, and, uh, and make sure you check out Declan's dancing videos. It seems to be uploaded. <laughs> 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 See you later. Guys. It was
1: lovely. To
0: Thank, Thank you. you 've been listening to the men'swear style podcast be sure to head over to menswearstyle.co.uk for more men'swear content and email info at menswearstyle.co.uk if you would like to be a future guest on the show finally please help support the show by leaving a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast until next time